This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome back to the Girl Scout Troop Leader Experience podcast. Today, I wanted to talk about some field trip ideas or just some activities that you can do outside of your normal meeting place. And you might hear some paper shifting around. I did take a few notes about my ideas for this episode. So if you hear it, that's what that is. Um, So my very first tip is to (laughs) Google things to do with families in your state or city. If you live in a city, a true city, or near a true city, then it's going to be a lot easier to find a ton of results for this. If you live in a way more rural area than or secluded area, it's going to be a little bit more challenging for all of these suggestions. So I do apologize in advance, but um, this is at least a good start to try to get some ideas going and to get those that creativity flowing and hopefully it's helpful no matter where you live this is also um, an easy way to find things to do if you're trying to plan a trip or trying to travel somewhere with your girls Um, then this list is also uh, some ideas of things you can do in wherever it is that you're going so like I said first thing that I like to do periodically is google things to do with families in your state or city or things to do with kids in your state or city. Those are both really good ways to try to find lists other people have already put together. Um, Some common cool things that uh, my troop has done or I've seen other troops do that exist in a lot of places. Some version exists in a lot of places. First thing that my girls love is a dinosaur museum. Now, we don't have, as far as I know, an actual dinosaur museum in my city, but if you Google dinosaur museum in Phoenix or in Arizona or whatever, you will find that close by there is a natural history museum that has a huge dinosaur display. They also have all kinds of other cool stuff because it's a natural history museum and it's pretty cheap. It's like not exactly a mainstream museum. I want to say, especially with the group rate, we paid maybe $5 per person to go and the girls were entertained for a few hours. I mean, they loved it and they actually begged to go back. And I just found out that apparently you can reserve the whole facility for an overnight sleepover. So I'm going to look into trying to do that this year. We have never done it, but that sounds so cool. And since I already know the girls love the museum, I know they would love to stay overnight. So um, lots and lots of cities have a museum that features dinosaurs in some way. So Googling dinosaur museum in your city or in your state will probably yield a result of some sort. 
Um, so that's one of my recommendations. The other easy thing to Google is best hikes or most beautiful hikes or best kept secret hikes or whatever in your area. Now, I happen to live in a really hiking heavy area because I'm in the Phoenix area of Arizona and we have pretty much 300 and... 40 days of sunshine a year and the weather is remarkably good to be outside at least nine months of the year um and if you go in the morning people literally hike year-round so we have tons of mountains tons of desert tons of cool views and uh you can pretty much hike all year round so i happen to live in a really hiking heavy area but literally everywhere has some kind of trails or hikes so just look up hikes in your area um and then obviously weather permitting you can go similarly look at your parks so this would include state any national parks that might be in your area which you may or may not have state parks local county parks or city parks you just got to look it up and see which ones are actually listed you might know of some off the top of your head but there's probably several that you don't know unless you work for your city or you work for your county you probably don't actually have them memorized you don't actually know what is there in your area and if you're traveling to a different area you definitely do not know what's there you might know of like famous ones but there's tons and tons and tons so looking up kind of local parks and now we have city parks too those are a little different those are usually more like there's a playground and some picnic tables and um, those are still cool to look at that's going to be less cool for a whole activity or a whole trip but it might help you find like bridging locations or ceremony locations or a cool place to go have a picnic or a cool place to meet up for carpool or whatever um so you might still be able to do something with that but it's not necessarily going to be like a place you want to go take a trip to whereas um like a county park or a state park is probably going to have a little bit more to see and do again hiking um camping exploring that kind of thing um I also love to look at the coolest playgrounds and specifically the coolest indoor playgrounds. In my area, we don't have a ton of really cool outdoor playgrounds. There are some cool like city parks and stuff that have playgrounds and some of them are really good playgrounds. Generally speaking, those are places the girls already go. So they might like it. They Um, might go there all the time they might enjoy going there again um, and they might but when you take them there they've probably already been they definitely will be familiar with it and they might even see other kids they know that aren't in Girl Scouts that kind of can dilute the experience a little bit Um, but indoor playgrounds are a little more unique you can also specifically look up like most unique playgrounds now when I grew up I grew up on the east coast and there were all kinds of really 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 cool playgrounds really unique playgrounds there's like this whole playground culture of people who are trying to think outside the box and make the coolest playgrounds they can. And a lot of cities are known for having really creative, cool playgrounds. I think because the summer is so hot in the Phoenix area that we tend to have really cool indoor play places. Um, And we do have some cool parks, but 
it's not the same as how I felt I what I had growing up on the East Coast. So and some some of the ones that I've seen in California too are really, really neat. Whereas the ones here, the indoor ones are way cooler. So those are some things you can just kind of look up. Also, children's museums are pretty cool. Now, obviously, this depends on the age group because the older your girls are, the less likely they're going to want to go hang out at a children's museum. I will say even my brownies have and juniors have given objections to going to the children's museum. But depending on what the exhibits are that they have going on, they might actually love it even if they're resistant to it. So like right now, I just saw a billboard for our local children's museum right now has a seasonal exhibit that is sock skating and I'm assuming I haven't looked it up I must I just saw the billboard for it literally today before recording this and I think that um it is like a really smooth surface that's good for sliding around on your socks and so kids can literally go skate on their socks that sounds so fun and I think my younger girls would love it so that's a cool thing um, that if you just keep an eye on what the exhibits are that come and go, they might have something featured that really appeals to your girls. Okay, so that leads me to unique museums in your area. So my area has a train museum, a firefighter museum, a Southwest Desert Museum, obviously the Natural History Museum I was already talking about, all kinds, oh, a musical instrument museum, all kinds of like random museums that are kind of either culturally specific to our area or not even. They're just unique and interesting collections of things some of them are going to be you know quite smaller and they're not going to keep you entertained for very long it's going to be a, a shorter outing you're maybe there for an hour or two but there are so many museums here besides the giant ones that everyone knows and has heard of and so a lot of them the girls and their families have never been to because they don't even know they're there so first of all that's a really cool thing to support if you are going to spend money on an activity spending it on a local smaller museum is a pretty cool thing to do um but also the girls will learn new things and be exposed to a bunch of new things and they might just love it so look and see what unique museums exist in your area Okay, science centers. Almost every major city has a science center, and even some smaller cities have science centers. So that's probably one, again, that girls have been to, but check out what the revolving exhibits are at any given point. And honestly, science centers can be a fun place to go, even if they have been before, because if unless they go all the time... They're going to get something different out of it each time they go because they're going to be at a different age, a different point in their life, exposed to different scientific ideas and principles. Um, so different things are going to speak to them at different times. Plus, they are pretty good at like changing out um, at least some of the exhibits pretty regularly so that there's always new stuff there and it encourages you to continue to come back. Okay, also look up unique tourist attractions for your area. You just never know what kind of stuff might come up in your search as things that are pretty unique. Like, um, for example, you 
might find things that are more natural. You might find things that are man-made. Maybe you have the world's largest ball of yarn in your uh, nearby town, and you didn't even know that that was there necessarily. Or maybe you did know, but you've just never gone. Maybe you've driven by the billboard that advertises it 8,000 times. Maybe there's, um, like, we have a Flintstone town randomly in northern Arizona. We have also Lava River Cave that we just did with our troop recently. We actually did it with our whole neighborhood with encampment and um, a volcano had erupted a long time ago and the lava has hardened into a cave and you can literally climb down into that cave and hike about a mile and a half in and then a mile and a half back out and it is pitch dark. It's completely made by lava and it is nuts. We just recently did that. It was a lot more challenging than I thought it was going to be physically, but the girls loved it and it was a really cool experience and it's just kind of like, what'd you do today? We climbed into a cave. Um, we have a couple of caves also that are actual natural caves that you can go into in Arizona. And so you just never know what what unique tourist attractions exist in your area. And of course, in Arizona, we also have the Grand Canyon. So that's unique, but obviously very famous. So some girls have been, some girls haven't, but just look up to see what you even have. You may just, it may just jog your uh, idea bank for like, oh yeah, these are things that I knew were here. I've never gone. That's cool. Or I've gone 8,000 times, but I didn't think about going with Girl Scouts. That's cool. Or, of course, my always go-to thought is like, what's going to produce really cool pictures? <laughs> the other thing that I think is cool to look up for your area, your state, is best day trips. Best day trips from whatever the closest like starting point is for you. Um, best day trips from the closest large city to you. Best day trips from your city. And that'll tell you sometimes other really small towns that you might be familiar with, especially if you're already in more of a rural or secluded area. Um, it might give you some ideas of other small towns that are rural and secluded that have something cool to go and see. And if you're from a city, then it might get you out of the city and it's just you can work progressively further away. We have... Um, some really good day trips in Arizona. It's one of my favorite things about living in Phoenix is that there's, if, if you travel two to four hours in any direction, there's cool stuff to go and see. Arizona is a really particularly good state for that, but every state is good for that. So check out to see what exists by Googling best day trips. Another thing that you might try and no guarantee you're going to get cool results for this but look up the coolest library in your area or to in an area that you're traveling to some places kind of like playgrounds have really cool libraries there's like this whole culture kind of like playgrounds of people who try to create the coolest possible library so that might be a cool thing to go do with your kids and you could create a like scavenger hunt to get them to move around the library and find things within the library. You could have like a reading activity. You could have them there to do research for their bronze, silver, or gold. You could do 8 million or any badge. <laughs> you could do 8 million things. You could meet up with a librarian and learn some library science and how to effectively do research, or you could just explore. 
there's so many things you could do. Plus, a lot of times libraries have activities. So, first of all, look up the coolest library in your area to see if there's a particularly cool one. But even if you just have libraries, they normally have things to try to engage with the public. And they'll normally post like an activity schedule. Um, could be seasonal. Could be random. Um, the libraries here have classes and stuff that you can do and recurring activities you can do. So you might even be able to do like a series or something where the girls can dive in and you might be able to tie them into a badge, might not. Um, I know that our library does things like writing workshops, drawing workshops, screenplay workshops, language workshops, all kinds of stuff like that. So especially depending on the cost and depending on um, the scheduling, you might be able to do like actual badge work or just cool skill building that the girls want to do together. Uh, and maybe running a library class is something they want to do um, for their bronze, silver, or gold. Maybe they have an idea for a class that they could teach that would be offered at the library. And they can figure out how to get on the schedule. Okay, um, another cool place to go visit is the Capitol building. <laughs> Every city has a Capitol. Um, a Capitol building of some sort, a government building of some sort. Every state has a Capitol building. So whatever their capital city is has a capital building and um any town has some kind of governmental administrative building so going to your local government and if you can going to your state government if that's realistic for you it could be really far but um there's definitely cool government buildings to go see they usually do tours you can meet with um local officials elected officials or appointed officials or whatever like there's all kinds of things that you could go learn about um the community leadership oriented badges or not even badge related on that note google companies in your area that allow tours there's some that are pretty tried and true no matter where you live like auntie ann's will do them i think chick-fil-a often does them um I don't know why I'm drawing a blank. I should have made a list of these companies before I started this. Um, but there's all kinds of companies. If you Google companies that allow tours, there's all kinds of um, options that might come up. So you can just Google that in general. You can also Google it specific to your city or state. Um, that might give you some more specific ideas. Going and taking tours. You also, if there's a place that you think would be cool... Just reach out and see if they'll give your girls a tour because they might just say yes, depending. I mean, it could li literally be anywhere. And the cool thing is if you reach out to somebody that doesn't typically do tours, but they're willing to do it for your troop, there probably won't be any kind of cost because they don't have any existing tour structure. Some places obviously do organized tours, in which case they may have a charge. Okay. On that note, some cool places that you can usually tour are chocolate factories, cheese factories, toy factories, potato chip factories, ice cream factories, pretty much any food factory. And honestly, most factories in general will do tours. Um, it might just be less interesting. So if you have a paper factory or something like that, you might be able to go do a tour there as well. Um, but food tours or toy tours are obviously going to be a little more um, of a 
shock value appeal to kids, but they would probably still learn a lot and maybe enjoy a lot um, any factory tour just to see what goes into it. Um, So you can look into that. Also, look up your best zoos or wildlife preserves in your area or animal tourist attractions in general. So, of course, all cities have zoos, um, but nowadays there's also a lot of different wildlife preserves or animal ranches or rescues that you can go and visit that are a little more unique. So, of course, we have a main zoo. We also have like a safari-themed park called Out of Africa. We also have Barizona, which is a preserve you can drive through and literally be like, right up close to wolves and deer and I don't even know well bears obviously all kinds of amazing animals but it's a preserve and so it's not like a typical zoo experience per se although they do have also a walkthrough part that is a bit more like a typical zoo we also have a really cool one of our favorite things that we've done as a troop we have an ostrich ranch which originally was literally just a ranch with ostriches now they've added all kinds of other neat animals that you can go see that are just kind of like out there different stuff you don't normally see at they have like a petting zoo with you know deer and sheep and stuff but they also have like exotic birds and stingrays and I don't know all kinds of like crazy different stuff so we did um a trip to an ostrich ranch to our ostrich ranch and that was really neat and that was about um two hours or not quite about an hour and a half away So we just made it into a little bit of a day trip. We got lunch while we were there. We spent a couple hours there. We got amazing pictures. The girls had a fantastic time and it was a lot of fun. So you never know what animal attractions you might have in your area. We also briefly had (laughs) a place called Dolphinaris, which was a dolphin attraction and when it was first opening, the girls all really wanted to go. It ended up getting a ton of bad press because much like a lot of ocean wildlife attractions, uh, they experienced a lot of bad health in the animals and, and several dolphins passed away and they ended up closing. Like the backlash was so terrible. And um, I think bringing a bunch of dolphins to the desert for a tourist attraction was maybe not um, the best idea. And even trying to say like any kind of preservation going on, it's just kind of a hard thing to spin that you brought dolphins to the desert to preserve them. Doesn't really make a lot of sense. So they ended up becoming very against it. And of course now it's closed. But point being, you never know what kind of random animal attractions you might have in your area. And then you're just going to want to do a little bit of research about the ethics behind where you're going but there's a ton of um rescue and preservation style places you can go that you can have really really cool experiences with your girls without compromising your ethics but even having those conversations with the girls that they have a good grasp on the ethics behind animal tourist attractions and what they might want to support or not support with their cookie money that's a good thing to have that conversation Similarly, look up farms and orchards. So um, you might think of some right off the top of your head, but you could do dairy farms. You could do um, any kind of orchard. Oh my gosh, tree or plant nurseries, tree farms, berry farms, pumpkin farms, apple orchards, 
there's a million things. So knowing what is in your area, what resources your area has, is your area known for producing um, trees? Is it known for cows? Is it known for apples? Um, Arizona is super known for cows. Um, so we definitely have dairy options. And then also where I grew up, I grew up in like Apple Central in Pennsylvania. And so there were tons and tons of apple orchards and berry orchards. Uh, you could go pick berries and apples and pumpkins and all kinds of things. So we do have pumpkin patches here too. Most of them here are pumpkins that have already been taken off the vine and are like propped up on hay bales and you go pick from the selection of pumpkins. It's still cute, but it's not the same. We have done that with my troop. Um, so there's all kinds of like farms and orchards. We also have peach, a peach orchard here. That's pretty popular. We haven't gone with my troop, but it, they partner with Girl Scouts a lot in this area. So there's like a ton of activities, um, at this famous peach orchard. So, you know, look and see what you have in your area. And those again, great picture opportunities, cool opportunity for the kids to just do something a little different. Okay, one thing that we've been really leaning into this year, because I have cadets now, and so they're working on, like, screenwriter and media and um, digital movie maker, all those, uh, is studios. So looking up music studios, film studios, TV studios, news studios, radio studios, all kinds of different studios that you can go tour. Girls think that is so cool to be able to see up close. Um, Obviously, larger cities will have all of those things. But even small towns, I grew up in a really small town, guys, literally called Little's Town. We had one stoplight and the neighboring town 15 minutes away um, had a bunch of radio studios for their local radio stations that we all listened to. So even small towns have radio stations. So you can probably go tour and meet DJs that the girls even listen to. And and here, obviously, with digital music, giving girls all kinds of streaming options nowadays, it's still, if they're in the car or on the bus or something, they might know the local radio station, right? So getting to go tour the actual local radio station is pretty neat. Universities or community colleges. Now, again... This is going to be a little bit tougher for more rural, secluded areas, but you may have community colleges nearby. But for sure, the bigger towns and cities, you're going to have probably a plethora of community college and university options that you can go visit. Um, You can either do like a college tour or check their activity schedule. Now, this can be a little bit overwhelming, especially like Arizona State University is really close by to me. It is enormous. They have like 80,000 students, including undergrad and graduate. It's a giant school. So if you just look at their activities calendar, a lot of the stuff you're going to see is stuff to engage the students, not necessarily the community. You can probably find some community events, but it's just really overwhelming. So what I like to do is look at specific departments. I like to look at the science departments, astronomy, history, or like world culture oriented departments. Look at those departments, actual web pages, and see what activities they have to engage the community or to bring prospective students or just find a contact person and ask what they have going on. You might be able to go to a show the students are putting on. You might be able to go see student performances in fine arts. You might be able to see a gallery that they have of their work. You might be able to go to a 
talk or a lecture or a film series, or they might have events that are geared toward kids specifically. It could be about bringing kids to college or introducing kids to the subject matter. There's 8 million things they might have going on, so just reach out if you can't find anything on the website. But community colleges and universities and looking at their specific departments, that is one of my favorite things to kind of check out and explore. Okay, um, I'm almost through my list here, but I still have more suggestions. Okay, look up the best indoor or outdoor pools. We do a pool party pretty traditionally every summer as like a summer get together. And um, this past year, our temperature was like 115 or something. And I just did not want to spend it outside. We'd gotten lucky all the years prior where we were able to go to the city pool. That was really cool. It had like a splash pad and a water slide. And it was only like three bucks per girl to get in, which is crazy. It was so good. It's better than going to like a formal water park. Even though we had like a low key version, it wasn't nearly as crowded and it was super affordable. And so I was a lot less scared about taking my whole troop there. We were able to bring in our own food and drink, and so we had all kinds of snacks and, you know, juices and whatever, and that was really, really neat. So we've done that in the past. Last year, I was just not excited about the temperature, so I started looking up really cool indoor pools that we could go to. We actually ended up switching and doing an ice cream date instead, but we did find some pretty cool indoor pools that way. You can also look up water attractions in general. So maybe you want to go to a bigger water park. Maybe you have other kinds of water attractions. We have a lot of like lakes and stuff that you can uh, do water sports or um, equipment rentals. Anything from paddle boats to paddle boards, kayaking, um, water tricycles, all kinds of cool things. Just make sure with stuff like that, obviously, that you're doing your safety activity checkpoints and that you're doing using equipment that's appropriate for your girl's age level per the safety activity checkpoints. Um, so check with your counsel on that. But we definitely have a lot of things like that. Again, I'm in an area where you can be outdoors most of the year. So, okay, cultural attractions. So your area has culture and history that's unique to your area. So looking up things that are related to the culture there is going to be pretty cool potentially to take your girls to some stuff. So we specifically have a museum that is all about like indigenous culture and specifically all the ways that indigenous culture was ravaged by (laughs) white settlers and the trail of tears and that whole thing a little heavy if you have little kids but there's also just stuff about the culture in general and it's a really big part of this area and where we live so um and we a lot of troops here have girls from reservations and even if the girls are not from the reservation they're pretty aware that the reservations exist because it is very present in our culture so giving them access to learn more about it and to be able to see it it's not all as heavy as um, that a lot of it is celebratory as well and um, obviously educational so there's a lot of opportunity there for all ages but we do have stuff like that we do have cultural centers everywhere. Any any major city is going to have cultural centers, cultural museums, historical societies, etc. that might have cool stuff for you to go and see and do. We also 
love to look at festivals, fairs, and carnivals. That's also a really cool thing to check out. Now, carnivals are going to be typically the most expensive of the three. Festivals and fairs tend to be a little bit more community-oriented. Sometimes they're totally free, and you just choose if you buy stuff there or not. Um, Other places might have like a small entry fee um, and then you can also buy stuff there. Carnivals are usually way more expensive, but they're fun. So carnivals, festivals, and fairs. Looking up the different festivals in your area, oh my gosh, especially if you're in a city like we're in the Phoenix area. There's several cities right here. Every city here does major, major festivals. Every park um, on any given day is having some kind of festival, um, some kind of fair. So there's, you know, again, all kinds of different cultures, celebrating all different cultures. You can totally tie that into um, World Thinking Day or your global action award or anything like that or you can just go to have fun i mean there's just so much to do and see and the last thing i have on my list is parades i have it last because (laughs) i hate parades they're very very popular for girl scouting and some people love them many people love them they do make good photo ops especially if they're themed like light parades or holiday parades or cultural parades um they can be really cool to create your costumes or whatever to go dress up and do um generally to me I feel parades are a lot of standing and waiting and then you just walk (laughs) that's the big that's the big event you stood and waited so long for was to walk if you have like floats that's way cooler but typically girl scouts walk in parades we don't typically do floats check with your council on whether floats are even allowed but if you could build a float i mean that'd be totally different but just like stand and walk maybe carry a sign like wave at people a lot of parades don't allow you to like throw candy or anything anymore even so literally you're just like kind of walking and waving and if you're lucky you get to hold on to a sign that says girl scouts and that's it so anyway i'm not a big fan of parades obviously i don't mind watching parades but i do not like being in them (laughs) so um but there are all kinds of parades all year long so check out what parades are in your area and find out what it takes to get in them and so or just go watch them but um but girls do tend to like walking in them i just never did as a kid and i still don't as an adult i'm not into it so anyway that's my list there's obviously a ton more stuff you can do but those are my suggestions for easy field trip ideas and activities outside the meeting place i wanted to do this we're about halfway through the school year i wanted to do this so that you can maybe hopefully feel a little motivated and inspired to go into the second half of this year especially because that's the half that usually includes some cookie money and uh, feel inspired about some cool activities that you might be able to do especially on a budget almost everything on this list is something you can do for virtually free or for very low cost of admission because that's how we do things in my troop that's part of the reason why we don't go to a lot of the activities planned by the neighborhood or the council because they have these really high registration fees and there are 8,000 things we can do for free or nearly free that are really cool and exciting. Take great pictures, learn a lot, and get exposed to all kinds of new things, try new things, get out of our comfort zone. So that's how I do things (laughs) and uh, this is how I do it. This is when I do my year plan. Check out my year planning series if you have not already, but 
when I do my year plan, um, these are the kinds of things that we talk about with the girls uh, that we can potentially do when we're planning trips. These are the kinds of things that we talk about with the girls that we can do that help them pick um, what where they want to go and what they want to do. All right. Hopefully this helps. If you want a full list or some additional suggestions, check out girlsofcourage.com. It's where I upload all my resources and show notes for all the different episodes. Again, that's girlsofcourage.com. I am working on comprehensive resources like this list that are specific to different states and I hope to have those available for sale online just a couple bucks that will give you a ton of field trip and activity suggestions specific to your area I don't have those available at the time of recording this but when they are available girlsofcourage.com is where you'll want to go to find them in the meantime if you have specific suggestions for your area or an area that you've traveled to with your troop or an area that you grew up in that you think would be cool if you still had a troop there today please join the facebook group facebook.com slash girl scout podcast you'll be able to see that little join this group button or whatever and uh, hop in there and tell everyone what area and what activity or if you have other ideas of things that you could google in any area you can do that as well all right thanks guys talk to you soon